The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. My number one quarterback performance of the week. Let's get into the top three performances here on the Palpably Unfair podcast. I'm going to go with Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders. I thought he had the best performance of any quarterback in week uh, week 11. Th- this might be the only one or at least one of the few on this list that, that arrives here with a loss, but this really was a performance for the ages, for the guy. This is a totally different quarterback than we're used to seeing. He was aggressive pushing the ball downfield. He was great outside of structure, accurate to all levels of the field. Now, we talked about this on Monday Football Monday when we broke down this game, and uh, as we mentioned at the top, we also are, are going to talk more about this game with our brilliant special guest, Craig Stout of Arrowhead Pride, but quickly on the stats here. 23 for 31, 275 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, which was a prayer in the final seconds. He dealt with some key drops from Ingold and Aguilar and so forth. Uh, nothing too bombastic in the, stat, in the stat line, but they left a lot of meat on the bone there. So this is where I kind of deferred to the film. I mean, just go watch it if you don't believe me. He was excellent, but he was also playing against Patrick Mahomes, who also might be good. Kyle, we talked about this back in week five. Why can't we have this version of Derek Carr Every week, why is it only against the Chiefs? Because I'm not crazy, right? This was a this was a really amazing quarterback performance, right? He played out of his mind. There's no doubt about it. And maybe he needs a guy like Mahomes on the other sideline to bring that out of him. Maybe he needs somebody to challenge him because even some of his incompletions, they should have been completions. He was on the money all game. And I mean, it's unfortunate that they didn't get the win. But just looking at what he did on the field, just going from side to side, read to read putting the ball accurate, not panicking under pressure, which has been, you know, a critique for Carr. So he kind of put it all together this game. And it was really good to see him play at this level. I want to see him do that more often because I think the Raiders can be a, a legit, like, team in the playoffs if he can do that. Uh, John Gruden really coaching his butt off. Uh, so let's get to our special guest of the show. And he is going to help us break down what's going on with the Kansas City Chiefs defense, especially when it comes to how the Las Vegas Raiders uh, attack it, the success they found against it. That guest is Craig Stout, defensive connoisseur for the Arrowhead Pride. And that question is, what are the Raiders specifically uh, doing so well against the Chiefs and why? Because they really seem to have figured out how to attack the Chiefs defense. And, and for a defending Super Bowl champion and current Super Bowl favorite, that matters a great deal in the overall landscape of the NFL, in my opinion. So I had Craig send me some plays, and we're going to discuss those plays on here, and then we're going to get at some overarching themes to talk about the weaknesses of the Chiefs defense, what we think about them. Yes, it does help, gentle listener. If you have NFL Game Pass, you can follow along. I'll shout out the timestamps. Uh, but we hope and we aim for this conversation to be accessible in an audio format as well. So, Craig, let's start with the first game between these two. We're going to go back to week five. It is the second quarter, 11.58, second and five around midfield. This is going to be a 59-yard touchdown to Nelson Aguilar, a player near and dear to my heart for various reasons. <laughs> Walk us through why this ended up with Aguilar streaking away from the Honey Badger at Tyron Matthew here. Well, Steve Spagnuolo decided in the Week 5 matchup to play Derek Carr much the same way that the Chiefs have played him in previous years, you know, taking away everything short. I think everybody kind of knows that Derek Carr loves to live in the short to intermediate range, and they like to run the ball. So he just stacked the box with a safety. He would play a lot of single high looks and relied on his cornerbacks to kind of sit out there a little bit wider. He had his deep safety kind of buzz into the hole, 
cut a drag route that came across the middle with Aguilar running a post over the top there. The Chiefs sent a blitz. The Raiders offensive line did a fantastic job picking it up. I think as anybody who watched Sunday Night Football noticed, the Raiders offensive line is playing at a very high level, picking everything up right now. They were able to pick it up. Derek Carr breaks tendencies, looks deep, and Tyron Matthew can't get over the top, and Charvarius Ward can't bail deep enough on the deep third there in a cover three zone. Aguilar is able to hit the seam in between those two guys, and they're able to create a big touchdown play there. That goes against the Raiders' tendency. Steve Spagnuolo really focused on stacking the box, taking away Waller over the middle, taking away Renfro over the middle, you know, just kind of taking away Derek Carr's comfort zone and the run, and Derek Carr was able to break out of that. So kudos to him, kudos to Gruden for for kind of coming out of their shell a little bit more. They certainly haven't done that against any other teams but the Chiefs this year, but it is open for that type of team. Let, let's fast forward to the second meeting, very beginning of the game. So we're still in the initial scripted phase for the Raiders offense. It's quarter one. 1343. It's third and five on the Raiders' 30-yard line. This is going to end up being a 26-yard pass to the very talented Darren Waller. This one is all about matchups, and the Raiders did a number on the Chiefs creating those here, Craig. Yes, uh, John Gruden had his A game. He had him going in both of these games, and this is a prime example of it. He motions Waller across the formation. Dan Sorensen follows him across the formation. They get into a bunch condensed trips onto the left-hand side to the field got plenty of space there they have the point man run a drag rugs sells a vertical release and once again the chiefs are in cover three it, or they're not cover three it's a cover one i'm so sorry daniel Sorensen ends up matched up against darren waller on this wheel route up the boundary and tyron matthew because of the Aguilar vertical release on the backside and because rugs selling the vertical release from the slot he can't get over to the boundary quickly enough because he has to respect those, you know, those two routes. Darren Waller ends up one-on-one against Dan Sorensen. And I don't care who you are. Darren Waller is a monster to try and cover. Dan Sorensen doesn't have great straight line speed as it is. And so he just, he just gets torched by Waller. This happened time and time again. Gruden was able to dial up these looks because the Chiefs were trying to play so much man defense and blitz and try and get so much pressure on Carr that they couldn't get with just four rushers. It ends up a lot of times with the Chiefs in man coverage, Waller on a guy that frankly couldn't cover him because the Chiefs don't really have a guy that's very good at covering an elite size and speed guy like that, just like you know most teams in the NFL don't. Yeah, and you see there's a whole defender in the middle. They're really covering up that, that short to intermediate range of the middle of the field, as you kind of alluded to earlier. And I mean, look, watching Carr, like, yeah, that's what you expect unless he plays mm-hmm. the Chiefs, which is really hard to, to explain. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been saying the first time it happened, I, I, I told our, my co host there at Monday Football Monday and, and uh, your co-worker there over at Arrowhead Pride. Why can't we see this kind of car all the time? Because that's really exciting. Like, how much different for you? And I know you scout these opponents big time in these offenses big time. How much, just explain, how much different was Carr in these two games than what you normally see from him? Derek Carr against the Chiefs is what his brother thinks he is 100% <laughs> of the time. Right. That's That's what it is. His brother thinks he's this legit MVP candidate, best quarterback in the league, you know, that level of player. When he has come up against the Chiefs this year, that's been what it is. John Gruden and he are on the same level. Those weapons are elite. And Derek Carr is just so out of what he has done 
literally every other game this year. Like they didn't get out the deep passing game at all before they played the Chiefs in week five. And then they put it away again until they met up with the Chiefs here in week 11. It's a big tendency breaker. You can obviously tell that John Gruden was very focused on beating the Chiefs. He really wanted to beat his buddy, Andy Reid. He's really trying to push to win the division. He's And rightfully so. I mean, these are the defending Super Bowl champions you want to put on for the best that you can possibly play against. Derek Carr was fantastic. And frankly, if his receivers would have caught some passes there late in the game, this, uh, this is probably another loss for the Chiefs. Chiefs defense got bailed out by a deep rugs pass that was dropped and a couple of Alec Ingold passes that were dropped as well. Just big, crucial plays. He was outstanding this week. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.